Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught and get ready to launch your mind into an entirely new reality. If you've always felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Get comfortable, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let your host, Adam R. Walton, expand your horizons. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. This is going to be mind-bending. Time to think. And here we go. Welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Today is Monday, August 12th. Monday, August 12th. The start of a beautiful week. I took a bit of time over the weekend to indulge in some shenanigans with some friends. It had been a while, so we went down to see the circus. Some call it the wrestling, the WWE, NXT TakeOver. Actually had a huge laugh. Was graced with the opportunity to connect with uh, old friends, old acquaintances, uh, and talk about new business and new prosperity. And I, I mention this because it couples in with sort of our past. Um, definitely couples in with our past. And I also went over some of the analytics of some of the casts that I've done so far um, and and some of the most popular ones are certainly when I'm talking about our past so it would assume I would assume now that in the fledgling days of this, uh, this miraculously entertaining podcast and please give me some feedback if I'm wrong or delusional <laughs> uh, it would seem that that's a hot topic our past so what I wanted to talk about two things twofold uh, one of my friends, um, the the individual that I went to the show with um, and got to, to happenstantially meet up with. Uh, we weren't planning on it. We weren't doing anything. He made a post on Facebook. We connected. Uh, it was really great to see somebody who, who in our past, uh, was certainly, um, we, we did the same thing. We had the same profession. We were running in the same circles, but two different groups and two different factions. Um, but it was certainly nice to catch up with somebody of the old school, of the old energy. Uh, you know who I, you know who you are, brother. Um, this individual is going on to do some great things with some new ventures uh, in some different cities. Uh, and it's always amazing to just watch the progression of an individual. It's it, the, Seeing anybody strive for greatness or anybody push their comfort zone to create something and risk it all, uh, you know, to, to really push on something that they believe in, uh, speaks volumes uh, of of character. Uh, so, congrats to you, brother. Uh, great meeting up, uh, and and I'm going to use that to roll into the past. And again, the uh, the topics uh, that I've covered um, of them, the past is one of the more one of the more popular topics. And it's funny too because as I as I collect through this and as I go through this, I also came across another. Entity that had me wanting to speak of the past. I posted this recently on the Instagram, uh, Instagram.com, Mental Mastery Alliance. Sorry, the Mental Mastery Alliance. <laughs> the post just simply says, Forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know until you lived through it. Honor your path, trust your journey, learn, grow, evolve, become. I couldn't articulate that any better. Learn, grow, evolve, become. It's easy to point the finger 
at somebody who's not done anything. I think Jesus said it best when he said, "Yet he, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Um, and of course we're referring to the town whore Mary Magdalene as she was being stoned or projected to be stoned and yada yada yada. If you aren't a religious person uh, and you just got offended, uh, that's your problem, not mine. Yet he, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. So, the interesting thing about that is in the society that we live in today, if those words were uttered, there'd be some jackass in the crowd that said, they're not going to know it was me. I'm going to throw the first stone. Once the first stone is thrown, all the other stones come in. So, we live in a world where everyone's going to point the finger at everybody else and somebody's going to live cowardly through the internet and run their mouths about something and society's going to envelop and explode and do all this other crap and Everyone's going to jump on the bandwagon. Now, we say that that's what's going to happen, um, but we've seen it happen. And and oddly enough, uh, it's actually been a recurring theme all throughout society that nobody's really paid attention to. For years and years and years, let's just say the seven. well, maybe the 70s were a little bit different. The 70s were more trustworthy. But the news itself has gradually gotten to the point where it's not actually saying anything, unless it always was this way. But they're just delivering rhetoric and fear. Now, it's abundantly clear that they're just delivering rhetoric and fear and crap and lies and garbage and narrative. Now, there's you can't turn on the news and not see fear, destruction, our enemies, overseas, terrorism, blah, blah, blah. It's all bullshit. <laughs> It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit directed, you know, the, the whole back and forth. Anyway, I'm getting off track, but I want to talk about your past. I'm going to talk about your past. When we watch the television, when we see the news, and when we see television shows, when we see dumb things like, I don't know, what could I articulate well with this one? Clueless. I mean, I'm dating myself when I say Clueless, the movie with everybody in the Beverly Hills and all that sort of stuff. You see these people emulating... What we believe to be emulating the actions of somebody who lives in Beverly Hills, the yuppies, the hippies, the rich, the this, the that. So we tend to copy them after we've seen it. And we think that we think that television is imitating life instead of the other way around. Television and that media form is creating the trends. The trends that we live by. The trends that look like they've been re reflective of society, but they aren't. So I bring up the television because it was the precursor to the internet. So the internet does the same thing, just sort of in a different, in a different way and in a different tone. And what this means is your influence, the individual listening to this right now, you are influenced by everything that you read, see, think, and do. I was having a conversation the other day too with with a friend of mine who was saying, "How does this impact me? How does this? How does any of this impact me? It doesn't affect my day to day life." The sad reality is it absolutely affects your day to day life because if you believe a certain set of principles that you caught and learned from the television or from the internet, you're applying knowledge to your future. You're applying knowledge to your situation based on falsities, based on lies. And if you're applying, like, prime example, I don't want to, like, it doesn't affect my day-to-day -day life, somebody could say, right? But what if you wanted to go on vacation? What if you wanted to travel somewhere? And you turn on the news and it said, uh, there's a higher risk this year of more terrorist explosions, so don't travel. 
Well, now you're going to be like, well, I'm probably not going to travel. But what if that was a total lie and you didn't know that and you now don't have the experience of traveling and now you've been feared into staying where you are simply because of the television or of the internet? This is how it affects you. By filling your head with false information. And if you are fundamentally not paying attention to what you're doing. Sorry, let me rephrase that. If you are fundamentally holding incorrect information, it's going to change the outcome of your situation. The microphone's really rocking today. Sorry if the sound quality's off. What is going on with this thing? Uh, I'll tighten it or set it later. Do it right now. Oh, I can't do it right now because if I do it right now, it's going to make a lot of noise. Most people would have edited that out. Well, welcome to the raw show. <laughs> anyway, how this all correlates to and back to your past and your history. You're viewing your past, you're viewing your history with the information that you have right now. You know, a lot of people grew up in a time where everything was different, everything was acceptable, everything was a certain way. You can't apply today's logic, especially if you're still watching the television or being influenced by the media. You can't apply today's logic to yesterday's actions. It just simply doesn't work. Um, even if you don't want to, you can't get caught up with that. You can't beat yourself up over that. So we've rolled a solid eight minutes into this. And I'm finally getting to the point of your past. <laughs> I love when that happens. I'm going to actually pause this for a quick second because it looks like my recording is a bit askew. So you're going to hear a click and a jump, and then it's probably just going to go back to recording normally. And that would be me doing an edit. Okay, anyway, so your past, let's get into your past. Your past right now is a reflection of what you think it was. And that is something that we think again, is set in stone, right? But it's not because the way your brain works and the way your memory works is you're not actually ever remembering the incident itself. You're remembering the last time you remembered it. So if you're sitting somewhere beating yourself up over something, over something you could have done, should have done, would have done, and and you're really letting it get to you and you're really letting it crush you and, and hit your spirits, understand that you've been affected by the amount of time since it took place. You've been affected by the things you've allowed to influence you since it took place. You've been affected by how you've extrapolated upon what you feel the things have influenced you through the information that you've received since it took place. So there's a ton of factors that are playing right now that are playing through your head. And this, again, this episode is definitely for people that are trapped, not trapped in their past, but certainly living with demons or living with something. Now, here's how you can forgive yourself for that. Um, well, first of all, you have to, because there's so many, there's so many, <laughs> there's so many things that we apply to that strictness. You know, if you are a terrible person and you've done something that's terrible and you feel no remorse then it doesn't bother you. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying that that's a thing. The fact that you feel remorse is in and of itself punishment. There's been a ton of stuff talking about how many times are you going to relive a situation or a scenario? We all make mistakes. The only way we can grow and learn through anything 
is to make mistakes. And people will say, oh, you should have known better. You should have done this. You should have done that. You know, never let the outside influence of anybody say anything to your mind. Because your mind is your mind. It's always been yours. It's always been yours to manipulate, to control, to understand, to comprehend. And what I mean by that is you are unique in and of yourself. The words that come to you from anyone, including this podcast, you've manifested. You've taken. You've you've created as an experience that you, as a character in a play, need to understand and need to comprehend. You're constantly being fed information that can benefit you one way or the other that will alter your course that will sorry I shouldn't say alter that will create the path in which you take so when you think about beating yourself up over your past understand that it had to happen it had to happen so that you could beat yourself up so that you could learn from it and understand it. Imagine a terrible thing that took place. It happened once. Now imagine every single time you replay it in your head and you get that pain of anxiety or whatever it is, you get that peril, that pain, that's you reliving it again. So how many times are you going to relive the same situation? How many times are you going to beat yourself up over a situation? The idea is to take the most negative things in your entire life and become better from them. None of us are born perfect. Well, unless we all are. We might all be born perfect and then it just disappears. You know, disappears from knowledge. And again, back to the, the creation story, Adam and Eve. Eve ate from the tree of knowledge. Well, what if all knowledge is false? And what if the fact that everything that's false is screwing us up? So what if we've taken in knowledge only to find out that we have to unlearn everything we ever learned because it was all bullshit? That's a bit of a sidebar, but I wanted to get there. So back to you and back to your past. You're dealing with your perceptions of how you choose to see yourself. And what I mean by that is we can think back to, let's use a celebrity, for example. Mel Gibson got blasted for something that we saw on television. He went on some drunken rant at some point. You know, the whole world was up in arms about this super famous guy that did some dumb shit. But now nobody cares. So how long are you going to live beating yourself up when you can actively go against the grain, change what you want to change, become who you want to become, use the pain of whatever your scenario was or whatever your past was, neglect, abuse, drinking, drugs, car crash, anything, anything, whether you were the abuser or you, you got abused, you can, you can own it. Own it and embrace it and move on from it. So your past is, it's almost like your greatest gift. And if your past is a gift and your present 
is where you do the work and your future is yet to be determined. Wouldn't you think that the more you beat yourself up about something that took place in the past, the less you'll be able to achieve something that's coming your way in the future? Since you're the only person that really dictates kind of what you do and how you do it, thinking negatively about yourself and constantly living in fear and constantly living in anxiety and constantly living as a victim, as a victim, you're going to be a victim of your own past for your entire life. You're going to be a victim. You're going to allow yourself to live in a place where you're constantly beating yourself up. How are you supposed how are you supposed to advance? You can say I'm going to use this, I'm going to use that. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But unless you actually do it, you're hurting yourself literally for the purpose of hurting yourself. So in this episode and in this scenario and in this situation, I can firmly say, let it go. Let it go after you've learned from it. Let it go after you've embraced it. Let it go after you've, you've beaten yourself up enough and after you've taken the message it needs to be. Let it go after you understand and comprehend that things are going to change in your life. Right? Let it go and understand that every single thing so far seems to be happening for a reason. Every single thing seems to be pushing you in a direction. And if you don't want to believe that things happen for a reason, if you don't want to believe that that there's a purpose to all this, you know, I I, I strongly encourage you to just take a look at the details. Take a look at the details that are out there and don't and don't have that hate spin on it. You know, there's there's a million things that can go on in this world and, and every single thing that has gone on isn't necessarily by chance. Some of your greatest friends came into your life because they had to. I would say all of your greatest friends came into your life because they had to. And all of your greatest mistakes took place to make you better. If you can't accept the fact that your greatest mistakes took place to make you a better person, it's something you're going to have to grasp. Because we really, as humans, don't quite learn a lot from our greatest triumphs. I mean, to talk specifically, you could ask any poker player. Give me your top three wins, your top three perfect moments in poker. And none of the ten of them wouldn't know. But I guarantee you all of them could tell you your top, their top three beats, their top three bad beats. Right? And that's not just a poker thing. That's a life thing. That's how humans are in life. We really remember the negative and we don't use it for what it's for. Every single thing is a teaching moment. Every single thing is here to help you understand and comprehend yourself as you navigate this world and this life a little bit better. You need pain for growth. Sometimes we cause pain. Sometimes we're a victim of pain. But in any way, shape, or form, if we cause someone else pain and it affects us greatly, massive growth will come. If we are caused pain and it affects us greatly, massive growth will come. If we win the lottery... (laughs) 
I think a lot of us would devolve. So instead of beating yourself up over the worst thing that you ever did or over a collection of things that you've done or over a past riddled with mistakes, understand that each and every one of those mistakes was designed to make you grow, was designed to help you was designed specifically for you to understand you with the mentality that you have and the life that you lead for you. Your mistakes wouldn't necessarily be my mistakes and mine not yours. We lead two different lives. Your mistakes were for you. Your mistakes were your biggest learning point. Most of us get stuck reliving the mistake, rethinking the mistake, rehashing the mistake instead of saying, this happened, now I have to do this, this, and this to make sure that this never happens again. These are the steps I have to take. This is the responsibility that I have to take for myself, to myself, for others, for everybody. This is for me to learn from. Not this is for me to beat myself up over constantly, over and over and over again. And we do live in a world where, quote unquote, he who is without sin will cast the first stone because we live in a world where everyone can hide behind the internet. And since we are only affected by our minds and our and our views, we'll see something and we'll take it in with the information that we have. <clears throat> and we can see the we can see somebody say something and it couldn't it might not even be derogatory out of their mouth, but as we as we perceive it, it, it becomes derogatory in our minds. Because we hear it. We hear it with our thoughts. We don't hear it with their intent. And a lot of the times, too, there's a lot of people out there trying to intentionally be painful. And it's fun to watch those people interact with society as well, especially when nothing can really bother you. Especially when you have been your own worst enemy for so long that there's nothing that anybody out there can do to you that's any worse than what you've done to yourself, both mentally and physically. When you've embraced that kind of power, you've really pushed yourself to the next level. You've really elevated where you want to be how you're going to step up, what you're going to do with your life because you are the creator of everything that you're doing. And every single person that wants to chime in and chirp up and speak and have an opinion of you, that's fine because those people are also only in control of themselves. So anything that they say is a direct reflection of them, not you. Even the advice that you get... (laughs) Even the story that I'm telling right now has more to do with me than it does to do with you. But when it's delivered in such a way that you can sound off on what you're hearing and when you can resonate with what you're hearing, that's when you connect. It's when you and I connect. It's when you and I understand that, hey, shit, this guy's gone through the same thing I've gone through. And a lot of us have. Almost all of us have. There are so many things inside all of us that none of us talk about. Because of our fundamental belief. And I'll tell you, your fundamental belief of who you are is wrong. It's wrong because we haven't even given ourselves the ample time to understand what we're all about. To understand who we are, to understand why we're here, to understand what we're doing, to understand what the purpose is. All of the information that we've been given about who we are is fake. It's a lie. And you can say, no, it's not. You can say, how could you possibly say that? To which I could say, how could you not say that? And what I mean by that is you've accepted 
a story about who you are and about your ancestry and about what happened before you were born and about all this stuff and about your name and about your last name and this lineage and this heritage and you've accepted all this and you, from all these stories that you were merely told, you created an individual. You, you built an idea of who you think you're supposed to be and you're trying to live up to it. So when I say to you it's all bullshit, there's your freedom marker. You can walk away from it. You can walk away from who you think you're supposed to be and you can become who you're supposed to be. Matter of fact, the only way to become who you're supposed to be is to shed the skin of who you think you are. And who you think you are, and I can only speak from experience as I'm in my 30s, who I think I am right now is the individual that I created through the crap that I lived through my teens and 20s. It's all garbage. It's not, it's not who I am. It's, it's, it was, it was a path that was a thing that took place that occupied a lot of my space. I'm not, I'm not locked into it. I'm not locked into that way of thinking. As a matter of fact, that, that way of thinking only gets you so far. If you can't grow, adapt and become and change and alter and, and accept that there's more to everything, you are going to be stuck. If you want to make, if you're making 50 grand a year right now and you're working, you know, 10 hour days, the only way to make more money is to learn more things because there's a ton of people out there making $500,000 a year and a ton making a million. And I'm not talking about money. I don't give a shit about money. I'm talking about the mentality it takes to create the earnings you've ever wanted. You could break it right down to the simplest thing. One of the greatest quotes I've ever heard is sales is the hardest 50 grand a year you will ever earn. It's also the easiest 500,000 a year you'll ever earn. It depends on how you're speaking. It depends on who you're talking to. And it depends on what you're selling. So if you're going to kick your ass about who you think you are, instead of adding new information and knowledge about what you're capable of and what you're able to do and what you can do, if you don't shake these limiting beliefs that you're living by based on the past and the history that you've created for yourself in this moment in time, since everything's in the past and it can't be undone, it is done. Whatever's done is done. You cannot undo it. All you can do is embrace it and enjoy it. In other words, use it as the lesson that you need. And if you sit back and go, I can't, or there are too many people that did too many things to me and I hate them and they should hate themselves. Well, you're living in hate. You're the only one living in hate because you're the only one that lives in the experience that you have. You rile inside yourself. And if you live in hate, oh boy, I remember. If you live in hate, it's just you. It's you sitting in a pile and a stew in a sweltering pit of your own hate. And what happens then? The hate starts to overflow and you want other people around you to feel the hate and the pain that you feel. You want their sympathy. You want them to experience it. You become a dick yourself. You become everything you've hated about everything else. You become that because you live there. And the most beautiful thing in the entire world is the absolute opposite is 100% true. The minute you start living in gratitude and in love and in, and in thankfulness and kindness and good spirit, you project that out there and you become that as well. The funny thing about humanity is we think we've got it all locked up. We think that we, we think 
because of what we've seen on television and in our lives and in the history of the, of the, the people that we've listened to, that we are an afterthought, that humans are an afterthought in a long list of big bangs and evolution and all kinds of other crap. We think that we're an afterthought. But what if we're the center of the universe? What if each and every one of us were the center of the universe? What if the universe isn't what we think it is? What if there's more information out there? What if there's stuff out there that would, that would blow your mind? What if there were truths out there that you could see and, and post and talk about and, and become aware of that would alter your perception of reality? What if you understood that once you altered your perception of reality, that reality itself isn't real at all? It's only your perception of what you believe to be real. A perception that you hold so true to yourself and then project onto anyone you come into contact with. You think I'm sharing your reality? False. Your reality is what you've created and then projected outward to others. How many times have you thought what somebody's thinking of you? That person could just be sitting there thinking about Pokemon. Yet you think they're thinking of you because you think you're so important. Right? But what if you really were so important? What if you really understood that you create your lifestyle? You create your reality. You create your realm. You have always created everything around you by what you walk into, by what you experience, by who you hang out with, by the mistakes you make. By the successes you have, by the challenges you overcome, by the people that you influence, by the people that are influenced by you, by the meals that you choose to have, by the way that you choose to eat, by how much you choose to exercise, whether or not you drink, whether or not you smoke, whether or not you do drugs, whether or not you associate with poor people. And when I mean poor, I don't mean financially, I mean morally. <laughs> You make that choice every single day to become who you're going to become. Your past is your greatest tool to create the most opportune future you could possibly have. But you will never experience your past again. And you will never live in the future. So if you spend more time focusing on right now and less time on worrying about the past or having anxiety towards the future, imagine what you could actually accomplish and imagine how you would feel and imagine what comes next. And that's it for me for today. So in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.